Hi guys, so I'm going to introduce the 10 best books you should read in 2022 and 2023. These are the books. Number one book I recommend is this, which is The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. And I've been reading this every morning, and it has some great lessons about Stoicism, which is a really interesting and cool way of thinking about the world. I've learned a lot of different lessons from it, and I just find it very helpful just to read in the morning. It just gives you kind of a new perspective and new ways of thinking about problems. And when you wake up in the morning, it's great to have this like positive input. One of the things that I've learned is just how you make decisions and just try and it just makes you think very clearly and simply about different problems for example one of the things i learned it's kind of obvious but when you are making a decision just and it's very difficult you're not sure what to do one of the things it's best to do is just to focus on making the right decision so this is one thing that i read which is by about plato it looks through different passages for example marcus aurelius and in it he writes like how beautiful plato put it whenever you want to talk about people it's best to take a bird's eye view and see everything at once of gatherings armies farms weddings and divorces births and deaths noisy courtrooms or silent spaces every foreign people holidays memorials markets all blended together and arranged in a pairing of opposites. In each page it has the passage and then it has some explanation about it. In this one, Ryan Holiday is saying that it's really important to take a bird's eye perspective of it and he uses this passage by Edgar Mitchell which is an astronaut and he says, in outer space you develop an instant global consciousness, a people orientation, an intense dissatisfaction with the state of the world and compulsion to do something about it. From out there, on the moon, international politics looks so petty. You want to grab a politician by the scruff of the neck and drag him a quarter of a million miles out and say, look at that, you son of a bitch. And so every day it has these kind of perspectives which you can imagine over time. It gives you different and new ways of thinking and helps you see from a different perspective. And another book that I really recommend, which I've read and I've been studying a bit, is the... Alexander Technique. The reason that I looked at this is because I just see that a lot of people around in the world when they're walking down the street or especially when they're in the gym, people are kind of, their postures look very strange or a bit weird to me because people are using the phones so much. So their face is like this and they're scrunched over the computer every day. So I feel like everyone's postures is kind of looks very strange. And so I've, I've been studying this, which is a way of how your body should be used and how it works. And there's a few YouTube videos about it as well. Balance a whole organism. And it really is the head-neck-back relationship, so that sort of simplifies it if you like. It's really interesting to read through different ways of how your body is naturally supposed to work and there have there's a few different exercises about it as well. I actually tried an Alexander Technique in London before where I had some treatment which is basically helping to make your back straight and it's quite interesting to study that and think about it and be conscious about how your body is used and how it's working because there's a danger that as we use more technology our my, our bodies are going to become a bit deformed and especially when you get older so it's important to think about that from a young age how you're using your body and how you're maybe abusing your body by using technology sitting on a chair all day having your head down in a phone all the time so this is another book that i recommend which is called anarchy and it's basically the story of how the east india company came to rule india and this story is uh, basically 
an amazing and unbelievable story that it actually happened. Can you imagine how did that happen? And I know that from the history that it's happened and I think it's really important to try and understand how it happened because it's just like the most unbelievable thing if you're looking at it from perspective in 2022, how that actually happened. And so I think it's really important to study history and you can learn the lessons from what happened in history. And it's really important to uh, learn the lessons about that and also try and understand a bit of the truth about what happened in history, because uh, I think a lot of people don't think about it and they don't talk about it. And uh, it's really important because history is happening all around us. And actually, I, th I feel like many people think because it's 2022, it's almost like we are superior. We are now uh, 2022. This is like the f almost the future, but I still feel like we're not that advanced and we're repeating many of the same mistakes we've done in the past. That I'm sure that in 300 years, people are going to look back on our time and think that we're not very advanced and we made many mistakes. And I think that it's important to, to learn from history as well and study history so that we can learn about what is happening now in the world as well. And then this is one of the best books that I've read and it is Titan and it's a story about John uh, Rockefeller and the story that he has is he created this huge company, he was the richest person in the world at the time, called Standard Oil and it basically monopolized the oil industry in America. He became the wealthiest man in the world by creating this basically from a small company and then building it up and just monopolizing the whole industry. And at that time there were monopolies in steel, uh, railways and oil and it was a huge change because these were new technologies that were revolutionizing the country and there became these monopolists who were controlling it and eventually they got broke down and split up into various different companies but it's very interesting to study that especially right now because we have similar things happening with technology companies like Amazon and Facebook and Google and these are the modern day technology companies that are just growing at a huge rate. And so we're kind of seeing this happening again with technology uh, becoming natural monopolies, uh, just like the oil industry. And the question is, are these going to get broken down or are they going to continue to grow? And there are also some warnings as well about having these huge companies that are monopolies and they have enormous power over consumers. I think it's so important to study history because you can learn lessons from today. This is a, one of the best books I've ever read and it's called On Writing by Stephen King. This book is actually an amazing story and so I was reading it and the first part of the book is a story about Stephen King's life and how did he grow, how was his life as a writer and so Stephen King was an alcoholic and he talks about that in his book and his struggles to be a writer and his how he grew his career. And then I found that there was a huge change in this book around the middle part of the book and from then he just goes straight into talking about how do you write really well and just giving like amazing lessons about how to write amazing English. I found it very strange how it just suddenly changed for that part of the book and then at the end I realized that he actually had a car crash in the middle of writing this book. It was quite a serious accident that he had and as he was recovering from the car crash, he actually, he was really struggling and he just wanted to really, he just put a huge amount of effort to put down all of the ways that he writes and lots of lessons in there. And I learned so many things about writing from that. One of the things is how he used to write a very lot, a big piece of material. After he'd finished a manuscript, for a book he would then take a, f a few weeks on a holiday and then he would come back to it it'd be like a fresh look at it 
And also he used to just cut out so many things just to try and make it as short as possible so that it doesn't have unnecessary things. I, f I feel like a lot of books have so many unnecessary things and they just talk in too much detail. And it's really refreshing to read this book because it's very down to the, straight to the point and it just gives you what you want to know. And it's very refreshing to have that. It's also a really good book to read if you're a video creator or a content creator because or any kind of marketing because it just talks about how do you write really well and all the lessons and the words to use and things like that. One of the things that struck me in this book which is that he said on writing what is writing and then he says it is basically telepathy 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 <laughs> so it's basically telepathy telepathy how do you say that word? basically telepathy and he's, he explains that it's really amazing to think of writing like that as actually these words are on the page and you are basically reading these words and you're getting these thoughts that someone has put there on the page and you're basically understanding what they thought at that time. You can write something and then somebody else can have that thought that you wrote down on the piece of paper and so it's amazing to think that you can do that. So that's why writing is so powerful because you can just share the idea to someone else and they can get what you're thinking in your mind. And so one of the reasons I love reading these kind of books is because this guy is such a successful writer, one of the best in the world, and he has put all of his amazing stories and lessons that he's learned in this life of many years of being very successful, he's put it down into this book. He's put a tremendous amount of effort to put the best lessons into this book and you can read it for three for like five hours you can get all of that and you can put it in your brain and you can learn it so why would you not do that it's amazing to learn for these kind of things and this is uh, catch me if you can you've probably seen the movie cash this check here and then and i'd like to take you out for a steak dinner <laughs> are you a realized pilot i sure am little lady and the reason i think this is uh, an amazing book is because it's actually much better than the movie uh, to read it in the book because it's much more rich. It has many things in there that weren't included in the movie so you can just uh, understand much more deeply like what actually happened instead of this uh, movie which is quite a lot of fun but this goes into more detail about what actually happened and you can understand it much better. So it's definitely better than the movie. This is a great book which is Who is Michael Ovitz? And Michael Offitz is a founder of uh, CAA, which is the biggest agency in Hollywood, uh, managing a load of the actors and has some very interesting deals that he's he was involved with and grew this huge company. And it basically talks about his rise to growing this company and how it works. So it's really interesting to have a look into this world and see how things work because it's so different to other areas it's so unique as well one of the and he has many different and new ways of thinking about things and one of them is how he would just represent many different actors that were competing with each other and they would say is this a conflict of interest and he had a saying which is no conflict no interest so he would just get involved in many different deals that are related to each other he also had an interesting way of building the agency where anyone in the agency can promote the work of the actors. It's not like one agent manages one actor. It's like everyone manages everyone together. So this one is a bit more is a bit of an interesting read, and uh, he's a controversial figure, Fidel Castro. And the reason I wanted to read this book is because I think it's important to understand different perspectives, especially with what's happening in the world at the moment and 
it's interesting to read about the different perspectives and how did they come from where they where they are now and what made them think in the way that they do and it's really important to think to try and read the different perspectives and try and try and think about that not just these perspectives that you know and just try and have new ideas and so it's quite an interesting book and uh, interesting to read about how they uh, how uh, Fidel Castro thinks and how he does does things and there's Definitely, you can understand uh, his his logic and how things how things work, and so I really think it's important to read different perspectives uh, around the world. This next book is a book that I think is really good if you're building a company, which is called How to Hire. It's because hiring is the number one thing that you're going to do in a company is, or as a startup entrepreneur. It's one of the most important things. If you can hire amazing talent, then you can grow the company really well. And when you're building a team, you want to have the best team. So this basically goes through everything about how to hire from writing an amazing job description to hiring people in the interview process. So one of the things I learned is how there are many job descriptions that are actually very dull and boring. And so it's really important to try and make an exciting job description and try and think about the goals that they're going to have in the company and not just writing down like a bland responsibilities and uh, into the job description. Another thing I learned is he's actually got a really good scorecard in the book, person you're looking to hire, because if you're thinking vaguely about the kind of person, you're going to have trouble hiring really good people. But if you're very specific about the kind of person that you're looking to hire, then you can get really good, talented people. So it, go, it goes into thinking, why would someone be looking for this job? What would they be doing now? Try and think of the persona of the person you're looking to hire. And then you can, when you know that, then it's a lot easier to write a good job description for that. Another thing I learned is uh, when you're interviewing people that it's very important to look through the pattern of what they did before, uh, because normally the pattern will continue. I know this is kind of obvious, but when they had a lot of troubles before, it's likely to continue to have troubles. And a really good question to ask in an interview is, uh, what is your biggest achievement? And the reason that this is a great question is because you can see their perspective about what is their biggest achievement and is it amazing or is it not that amazing uh, and you can try and see clearly the if they have achieved things before or not because if they haven't achieved things before then they're unlikely to achieve things in the future if you can imagine that the pattern continues so trying to look at the achiever pattern that they have had before and then just trying to attract uh, gain the best players and it has a scorecard for how you can evaluate how good these people are and an objective way that you can evaluate it. Because a lot of people hire people just based on emotion or just a feeling that they like that person, which is just a terrible way to hire. And the hiring process is so inefficient and so rubbish. Uh, it's like a very inefficient process. So this is, gives some ideas about how to make it better. What, what is uh, your next book? And then the other book that I read that I really recommend is Traction. And this is basically an operating system for a business. It looks at the roles and personalities of a company. So if you have an entrepreneur who's a creative type, you normally want to pair it with someone who is an integrator and more of a managing type. And you want people to be doing what their skills, uh, their best skills are. And then it also gives you a different kind of uh, ideas for how to run effective meetings and also the uh, cadence for having effective meetings and also to have the metrics. You want to give a scorecard for every single part of the business and try and measure the KPIs in every part of the business and then go through that in every meeting. And then also you don't want to have meetings that are just going to be updates. 
because if you have an update, then you can just write it down and you can just look through it before the meeting. So the meetings should be based on discussing some issues or, or solving some problems, not just giving updates to each other because the, you can just write the update down and then read it before. So this is a really good book if you have a business or you're looking to understand how to grow a business. It helps to save a lot of time and to grow things. There's some really good videos also on online about this topic about traction so you can check it out as well so these are the 10 best books i recommend to read in 2022 and 2023 hope that was helpful what are the best books that you like let me know in the description have you read any of these books what did you think and uh, thank you see you in the next video